Welcome to Subliminal Message Studios. I am your host, Leonardo. How is everybody doing today? I hope all my ladies and gentlemen, ducks, dogs, cats, concubines, lions, zebras, whatever else you're adding yourself, penguin, fucking penguin, I have no idea. But if that is you, then I will say and correct myself in calling you penguin, fucking penguin. How about Miss Shits on River? Where is she? I have no idea. Anyways, let's get to this news, everybody, besides all the jokes. You know, uh, I don't know if you guys... um, Anyone that doesn't know, but the Bob Curry Bridge was vandalized by a certain someone, and that certain someone has finally been identified. Omaha, Nebraska. The Omaha Police Department has arrested a suspect in connection to the destruction of property investigation at the Bob Curry Pedestrian Bridge. Police say 42-year-old David Orlowski was arrested Friday evening for felony criminal mischief over 5000 Law enforcement also says that Orlowski has an outstanding felony warrant out of Council Bluffs for a similar charge. Well, that just makes so much sense. Let's fuck, let's fuck the one bridge up and then hop right over to Council Bluffs and go fuck some more stuff up. But that's just how we roll, I guess. You know, that makes absolutely no sense. But then again, it does. If you already have a felony, you know, he's probably homeless. So it's honestly probably nothing to him to go fuck some shit up. And screw up all Christmas as it is. Speaking of New York, how is that Christmas tree that you lit on fire? I believe that Christmas tree was almost worth ten thousand or something like that. It was over ten thousand dollars, and uh, they burnt it down. But let me guess, we're not going to add that as hate speech or a uh, uh, hate crime, right? That's not a hate crime. Attacking Christianity, which is like the epitome, like a, a Christmas tree, is. The epitome of, of Christianity. Everyone knows it. It's worldwide. You see a Christmas tree, most people will think of Christianity. But, you know, don't worry. If a Quran gets burned down or, um, you know, another, uh, God forbid, another uh, a dark-skinned person gets shot, oh, fuck, that's a hate crime right away. Dead serious right then and there. You know, uh, Speaking of dead serious right then and there, Kellogg says it will permanently replace striking employees. You gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. These guys are real pieces of shit. So um, I've been keeping up with this story. And um, for anyone that thinks that these people that are striking just because they want a higher wage and there's this bunch of socialist assholes that are claiming to be Republicans, well, here's the thing. Kellogg almost shipped over 500,000 jobs over to Mexico, said fuck America, and then replaced all of America's medical care with Mexican medical care. I don't know how how to say that in a more diversive terms, but that's exactly what happened. So, if you're wondering why I'm uh, paying attention to this um, to this uh, 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 little article or this uh, debacle that's going on with the Kel- uh, with the Kellogg Company and the strikers, well, that's why because Kellogg is apparently such a piece of shit. They're not even going to try to give that striking force what they deserve or just not take their jobs away. How about we do that? How about we just not pay them you know how about we just you know ship all of our work over to mexico and let's pay little felipe two dollars an hour and then we'll call that freedom awesome 
And this is just my opinion, but apparently other opinions are sharing this well. Seeing how China will soon lead the U.S. in tech, and I mean AI, yes, the Central Intelligence Agency would and should be paying attention to it, but they're having too much trouble getting their fingers out of little children's assholes. So more than likely, that's why they have no idea that China is about to blow us straight to hell. Oh, and do I think I'm kidding? Do you think I'm kidding? No, I'm definitely not. China's actually... Get this. This action reflects its judgment that China is the most important geo geopolitical threat we face in the 21st century, and the main arena for competition and rivalry between China and the U.S. will be advanced technologies. The question Americans should be asking is, could China win the technology race? Well, it's just my guess, but... Seeing how they judge uh, the, the, their human race in their own country, I'd say they got us beat tenfold. And no, I'm not fucking around. They've been putting the Uyghurs in the detention camps, offing them, forced slave labor and everything. But don't worry, China is just like America. Yeah, just like America. Let's roll with that. Mmm, yeah. The report isn't alarmist, but nonetheless concludes that China has made such extraordinary leaps that is now a full-spectrum peer competitor. In each of the foundational technologies of the 21st century, artificial intelligence, artificial intelligence semiconductors, 5G wireless, quantum information science, biotechnology, and green energy, China could soon be the global leader in some arenas. It is, if it is already number one. Oh, nice. Well, CIA, you better stop fucking little children and get on that. Speaking of uh, the CIA being uh, uh, endowed with uh, playing with little children, uh, let's see what kind of secret society they're up to. Did you guys know that's a uh, that the CIA was directly founded on secret societies, such as the Covenant of the Malta, the Freemasonries, and the Illuminati? But we'll just throw that all aside. And I'm going to mention one in particular Freemason that was just indubitably found out about. Not to... Well... Uh, let's say by the general public, he was just now put into the mainstream media. But we've been talking about this guy for a long time. Thomas Joshua Harkins, one of the region's most prominent figures, for he was a mason, keeping himself in the background. Yep, keeping himself in the background so he could touch those children, couldn't you? He co-founded the Van Winkle Law Firm. If anyone doesn't know who that is, well, then wake the fuck up. In 1907, he made a speech at the laying of the cornerstone of Asheville's architectural historic mason... <clears throat> Excuse me. Lost my train of thought. <laughs> he made a speech at the laying of the cornerstone of Asheville's architectural historic Masonic Temple in 1913. He served as the he served as the as the U.S. Attorney in North Carolina's Western District, 1927 to 31. He became a shrink shrink. Uh, he became. A shrine-like library in the Temple Indicates. The sovereign grand commander of the southern jurisdiction of Masons. <coughs> Where's my slaves? That gave him the top leadership role for every lodge in the world, except for those in the 13 northern states. Why the 13 northern states? Well, that's for the Rockefellers and the Bill and Melinda Gates. That's for their foundation. They run that Reich. In 1965, Scottish Rite birthday, testimony to him, Hawkins was 86 Bartholomew saluted his master stroke. Oh yeah, I bet they did. I bet they did salute his master stroke, which had been a skillful welding of an intimate cordial between northern and southern jurisdiction. That is, the organizations managed to work together on things without an alliance. Hmm. 
That kind of sounds like espionage, but who am I to judge? The item is in the Harkins Library, given to the Masonic Temple for perpetuity at the request of Brother Masons. Reveal events in the Harkins official life. Most prominent are the medals received at Grand Lodge stops around the world. Three portraits grace the east, south, west walls. In Masonic custom, the wall on the dark side has none. It's because that's where the devil sits, duh. Harkins had begun life in a good social stead. Born in Lower Harmonia, the Inking area, descendant of the first settler, Zechariah Candle. Harkins' kin were two town builders. His father, Herschel S. Harkins, had been mayor of Asheville when Thomas was a boy and had installed the South Second Electric Streetcar System. Well, sounds familiar. You're still a Nazi and I hate you. Let's keep moving forward, though. On to better things, huh? Looks like the the FBI is getting in the mix. Looks like they're trying to recruit underage daughters and uh, try to convince their moms to have sex with them. This sure is a grand time. But this is straight out of CNN. It's amazing how CNN can't even lie of when their own producer gets caught fucking little children. Yeah, they're some sick bastards. But don't worry, the Democrats are here to save your life, give you equity. Oh, I meant equality. Whatever. You know the same thing. Let's just call it whatever the hell we want and then call it racist. Moving forward. A CNN producer was arrested by the FBI and accused of trying to recruit moms and their underage daughters for the sexual training. A CNN producer from Stanford, Connecticut, was arrested by the FBI Friday after he was accused of luring mothers and their underage daughters for sexual training and unlawful sexual activity. The U.S. Attorney Office for the District of Vermont said in a new release, John Griffin will wait for him to be shown up dead. 44 was charged with three counts of using a facility of interstate commerce to attempt to entice minors to engage in unlawful sexual activity. The indictment said Griffin used message apps like Kick and Google Hangouts to connect with people who claim to be the parents of young girls. He tried to persuade parents to allow him to train their daughters to be sexually submissive. That is fucking disgusting. And that's the kind of people we have running this country, by the way. Don't think I'm lying. I am not lying any bit of the fucking way. Did you guys know that Jeffrey Epstein, before his little debacle, they actually wanted to make that sick bastard to run for governor? No, I'm not kidding. Ask Biden. Actually, don't ask Biden. His punk ass probably don't remember it. He doesn't remember what fucking shoes he puts on. Let's go forward. The charges against Mr. Griffin are deeply disturbing. Oh, yeah. They're deeply disturbing. Even when CNN writes an article on it, they say deeply disturbing. Their fucking producer was caught the sick son of a bitch that needs to be put in a fucking electric chair, zero to 100. And they're saying his actions are deeply disturbing. All right. I wonder what they're gonna say when he when he's when he, when he's Wayne Gracie. I don't know, 50, 60, 70 children. What are they gonna say about this guy again? His his uh, uh, his charges against him are renowned, and we should uh, approve of his charges. We should let him do it. No, fuck that. This is the kind of people we have running our fucking country right now. Wake up. If convicted, Griffin faces anywhere from 10 years in prison to a life, sentence on each count. Well, 
I hope to God you go to prison because I know a lot of people in prison that are getting ready for that ass. Speaking of that ass, looks like Minute Maid, I meant Pepsi, is about to get fucked in the ass. Did I say Pepsi? Nope, I meant Coca-Cola because Pepsi already took it. Coca-Cola, you might want to retain and get rid of the berry punch, the strawberry lemonade, the fruit punch, and anything else I say you should get rid of. You know why? Because you're a bunch of progressive Nazis. And I don't like you. No, I'm just kidding. I like some of your stuff. But you still signed with Black Lives Matter, which makes you an F in my book. You might want to get it to A+, dickhead. I'm sure on a roll here. Let's move forward. Speaking of move forward, looks like California is moving forward, imposing a statewide indoor mask mandate. Because we all know after a year and a half of doing this, that shit certainly works. But who cares? Because it's not about the mask, and it's not about keeping you safe. It's all about acclimation and making you believe that you are a top-notch slave. Which you are if you believe this shit. Governor Gavin Newsom administration announced the new mandate will start Wednesday and last until January 15th. How does that make any sense? Do that? I wonder... Alright, all right, so... Alright. All joking aside, I'm gonna take a drink real quick. All joking aside, how the fuck did they come up with that date? Honestly, God, how in the hell did they come up with that date? Were they, did they like have just a bunch of scientists that all got together and they all agreed that we're gonna fuck California's life up even more? And they're sitting there thinking about it. Well, we don't wanna make it. For, like, an extension over, like, you know, we don't want to make it, like, you know, two, three months, you know. But let's make it a month. Let's make it enough time just to piss everyone off and just to get everyone so riled up they're right on the edge of shooting shit the fuck up. And let's and then let's release them. It's like giving a fucking kid a bunch of fucking sugar and a bunch of fucking hot cocoa and a bunch of fucking shit and then... Letting them run free all around the city. No parent around them. No nothing. How do you think that's going to end up? But then again, I'm not a politician. I'm just trying to use common sense. And if you don't agree with me, okay, that's your, your, that, that's your provocative. But I am saying that if you lock someone down for a month, if you lock a child down for a month, I, 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 it just seems to me that it's kind of it's, it's human, it's kind of common sense that if you lock someone down or you 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 detain someone or you you restrain someone you you prevent them from exploring the world it doesn't matter for how long it's going to be when they get out they're going to fuck you up and everything you stand for well california you sure are a piece of shit i've said that since day one i will never be visiting your state you probably don't want me there because honestly i don't want to be there either and even if i did show up i'm going to make fun of you everyone in that state until they wake the fuck up if you're from california go fuck yourself that's right wake up haha <laughs> we know people are tired oh yeah this is this is hilarious the order comes as the per capita rate of new coronavirus cases in california has jumped 47 percent in the past two weeks okay <clears throat> okay hold on wait a second just just wait a second how the hell did it jump 47 percent in the past two weeks just Three weeks ago, Gavin Newsom said that we're at an 87% vaccination rate within the whole fucking state of California. And that their their numbers are down. So is he saying... And this is another thing. They're not giving you... I've always recognized this. Whenever they give you, whenever they tell you how 
how fast this uh, the the new variant is is progressing, and the new and how how um, over expanded the ER groups are, and the EI room, and all this other shit. They always say they say shit like it's it's jumped from forty percent in the past two weeks. From which virus though? From which virus? They always give you a number, but they never tell you from which virus. Are you talking from the SARS virus from last year? Are you talking about from the Delta virus from this year? Are you talking about the fucking Americron virus from this year? Which virus is jumping this 47%? You don't want to ask, you don't want to answer that, do you? Because you're full of shit and you know you're full of shit and you don't want to tell the fucking people the truth. You just want to keep on giving some fucking overextensive number and then saying, oh, if we lock it down for a month, this will definitely work. You're a fucking idiot. I swear to God. We know people are tired. Oh, yeah. We know people are tired and hungry for normally. Okay, first first of all, I don't think people really give a shit about normally. People don't give a rat's ass about being normal. People want to go to work without having to worry about if their kid gets sick, they have to lock themselves down for 10 days. Because if they don't, they might get in some kind of trouble. People want to people wanna have their fucking faith and their hope back. People are tired of being happy. That's the honest to God truth, dude. And if, if you haven't realized that, then let me know how you feel if you can go 15 minutes without your phone. Let me know how you feel after that. Let me know how you feel if you can go 15, 20 minutes without your mask on. If you feel that you can still be normal, all right, you know what? Maybe you're just acclimated to it, which is not a good thing, by the way. Anybody that thinks this is a good thing, they're like, well, I mean, you know, it's, it's good that, you know, we're starting to be acclimated to these masks and we're starting to be acclimated to listen to the science. This is the reality about science. I fucking hate this shit. It's something we need to realize. Science changes. Albert Einstein, his his E equals MC square has changed. That's the thing about science. So whatever they say, listen to the science. Which part of the science? Are you talking about the science that's forever changing? Or are you talking about the science that you're producing that is somehow saying the exact same no matter what the fuck happens in this world? But let's move forward. You know what? Let's just keep on going. We know people are tired and hungry for enormously, frankly, I am too. California Health and Human Services Secretary Dr. Mark Galley said Monday that said this is a critical time where we have a tool that we know has worked and we can work. All right. No. No, we don't. No, we don't. The vaccinations are not working. Locking everyone down is not working. If we haven't figured that out yet, if any one of my listeners have not figured it out yet, then holy fucking shit, I'm stopping this podcast right now. California lifted its statewide mask mandate on June 15th for people who were vaccinated, a date Newsom heralded as the state's grand opening, but since then, county governments covering about half of the state's population have imposed their own indoor mask mandates as case rates surge with new variants. All right, there it is right there. There it is right there. They just told on themselves. I'm done with this fucking article. You guys can go fuck themselves. Speaking of go fuck yourself, California Governor Newsom is just really, 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 really irking my chain. He's jacking me off and he's doing it real good. California Governor says he will use legal tactics of Texas abortion ban 
to implement gun control within the state of California. That's right. Not only does he want to kill your little babies, women, but he also wants to take your guns away and watch you get raped. Oh, and by the way, the people you're going to get raped by are your co-peers. That's right. You know, Larry, that used to be a guy you knew in elementary school that fart burped and all the time, that shit all the time, all over your fucking backpack and all this and that. Well, he's going to be joining you on the swim team. Get ready for his ball to be planted in your face. I meant, did I say ball? I meant balls. Get ready for those balls to be planted all up on your arena. I am outraged by yesterday's U.S. Supreme Court decision allowing Texas ban on most abortion services to remain in place and largely endorsing Texas' scheme to insulate its law from fundamental protections versus Roe versus Wade. This is Newsom talking. We know when Newsom's talking because whenever he talks, it sounds like this. <laughs> That's him sucking dick. But anyway, if both states can now shield their laws from review by the federal courts that compare assault weapons to Swiss army knives, then California will use that authority to protect people's lives where Texas used to put women's in harm's way. That makes no fucking sense. First of all, I'm going to say this one more time. One more time, okay? If you women knew how much money they're making off of you every single time you kill a child, I guarantee the way you think about abortions and all this and that, it's going to change, okay? Now, let's say you don't want to hear about that, all right? Let's say, let's say you know what? I don't give a shit about what they do with the baby. It's kind of why I'm getting rid of it. I didn't want it. I don't care. They can test on it, do whatever they want on it. Fine, okay? Fucking fine. Let's say that, all right? Let's say you, sir. Let's say all good, right? Okay, well, they're making almost $100,000, $200,000 every single time you kill that baby. You don't want any of that money? You think it's right that these scientists make a sh all of that money off of you and then turn right around and prevent you from practicing safe sex? Turn right around and put Beyonce and put fucking whatever, uh, whatever her name is, that one fat bitch that thinks she's a rapper. They want to give you Cardi B and then make $200,000 off you. I'm just saying, you know what? You know, how about we just move forward? Oh, screw it. I don't want, I might, I don't want to touch, I don't want to piss that many people off. No, fuck that. I do. Wake the fuck up. Hyman says he won't run for Nebraska, uh, Nebraska governor in 2022. God damn it, Hyman. Former Nebraska governor Dave Hanman said Tuesday that he won't run for his old office next year, shutting the door on a possible candidacy that would have bought another well known figure into, uh, Global governational notorial race. Sorry, I disturb things. I love being governor of our great state, Heyman said in the message. As I listened to Nebraskans the past few months, I appreciate the strong support and encouragement they offered to me to run again. I was very close to saying yes, but my family is very important to me now more than ever. Hyman would have joined a competitive GOP primary field that includes University Nebraska Regent Jim Palin of Columbus, Fall City Business Executive Charles Herbster, State Senator Brett Lindstrom, Lindstrom sorry about that, Lindstrom, of Omaha, former State Senator Theresa Tribidio, whatever, I don't care about you, of Omaha, Breland Redino on Omaha, and Omaha Information Technology Manager. Oh, yeah, she's a straight-up Nazi, by the way. We're not voting for her. 
she 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 literally thinks because she's black she can't be racist. She is the most racist bitch I have ever fucking heard speak in my life. I have no idea how the hell people are even condoning her. Scratch that. I know why they're condoning her because we want our state in flames, don't we? And Michael Connolly, a Lincoln educational advisor. Don't know too much about him, so I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. When I know more about him or release a little more information about him, you're a politic. Don't put yourself as a fucking politician if you don't want me to make fun of you. Or back you. Either or, even if I back you. I've made fun of Pete Ricketts before. So if anyone uh, thinks that if I back a pol- if I back someone, I- I'm, I'm going to be honest, guys, I-, I still make fun of him. I'll still talk shit. Pete Ricketts, you're a dumbass. Why, why, why would you say that marijuana kills everyone? Scratch that. I know why you said that. See, this is the problem, man. I know why you said that. But you're, it's just stupid, all right? There. See? Made fun of him. You're stupid. Right? See? I'm not biased. I'm not being contradictive. I'm being real. But let's move forward. Hyman said he intends to remain politically active. Of course he does. Signaling that he might endorse another candidate in the race. He said he wants the current candidates to speak to issues he heard while meeting with Nebraskans. Tax cuts, education, and broadband service. He also used in his announcement to give a shout-out to the University of Nebraska's volleyball team, which made it to the NCAA Final Four this week. Shout-out, guys, by the way, yeah. Shout-out, man. Shout-out to the Nebraska volleyball team. Um, you guys are awesome. You know, thank you so much for staying strong and, 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 and being strong. And not just that. Thank you so much, girls, for being dedicated. Being dedicated. Because it's in the moment of complete anarchy and disarray that true dedication and true courage is found. And I really do appreciate that out of our Nebraska volleyball team. I think that's something to aspire to. And I think that's something, that's a story. I think it's stories like this that I show my daughter. When I read this first story, I read this to my daughter because it's something to aspire to. These are the stories that will give people hope. Not make people happy. I don't give a flying fuck if you're happy and, uh, happy or not, dude. You being happy is only predicated up to you. And it can only last for a moment. But having faith and having hope is forever. That's what it's really, really about. Alright? And Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky is one of these states that really, really need need help. You know, Speaking of um, uh, faith and help and hope. Kentucky factory survived trapped four hours under rubble. Thanks to first responders. The roof lifted up and I was right next to a wall. And it's like the roof slammed down and then the wall came down on top of me. He told World News Tonight anchor David Murr. You couldn't see any, you couldn't see nothing because of the dust and stuff. And then you just hear people just screaming out for help and terrorize. Douglas was buried under 15 to 20 feet of debris. He said that everything but one of his arms was pinned to the heap and that it quickly became difficult to breathe. Holy shit, man. That's, that's just, um, that's, it's, it's, a. Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's, I, I honestly, it's just a lot of, uh, at a loss for words, guys. Speaking out of lost words, the CEO who fired 900 employees on a Zoom call is out. It's a tragic example of how not to manage people. That's right, Vaishal Garg fired 900 of his employees. Earlier this month, Better.com CEO Vice Garg told 900 employees to join him on a Zoom meeting, during which he told them 
during which he told them they no longer had jobs at the company. It was all apparently part of his effort to create a leaner, meaner, hungrier workforce at the online mortgage company. Guard later told other employees that some of those who were let go stealing from the company who were let go were stealing from the company by only working two hours a day. The move to fire 900 employees via Zoom generated a considerable amount of criticism both inside and outside the company. Despite the fact that Guard later issued an apology, sort of, sort of several of the company's executives resigned, including its head of communications and head of marketing. I want to apologize for the way I handled the layoffs last week. <laughs> he said the layoffs. He knew full well he had so much fun firing probably every single one of those motherfuckers. But yeah, the layoffs. <laughs> you're, 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 you're garbage. The layoffs, guys. That's what it's really about. So, the layoffs. Speaking of layoffs, this Alabama society might be all laid off over leaked racist texts. Oh shit! Here we go. But it's in Alabama, right? We're supposed to uh, we're supposed to accept those kind of things because it's coming out of Alabama. Let's not be all the way racist here. Let's find out more. A sorority at the University of Alabama has exed its chapter president from her post and booted another member after their racist text messages were leaked on social media. The vile texts were sent from Alpha Phi sorority, uh, sorority members ventured to a bar in Tokolosi last week, and some started complaining about the spot, according to University of Alabama's The Crimson White Newspaper. <coughs> oh, God. I'm going to yak. It smells so bad in here. Then President Catherine Anthony reportedly wrote in the text thread, Kylie Kluger, another sorority member at the bar, allegedly blamed the smell on cigs, weed, and a black girl. Arrived at the private messages released on Instagram, the Crimson White reported that Anthony was ousted as President and Kluog was expelled from the sorority on December 9th. That same day, the University of Alabama chapter of Alpha Phi posted about the issue on the Instagram page, which boosted more than, than 24,000 followers. Okay, I'm going to stop this right here. It smells like cigs, weed, and a black girl. They're blaming the smell on cigs, weed, and a black girl. Okay, um, you know what? Who's to say, uh, uh, let's not even say the black girl. Who's to say that girl really didn't stink? Maybe she should watch her vagina. And let's be honest, she probably should have. So you know what? Maybe she should watch her vagina and stop smoking weed and cigarettes while in a bar. I thought you weren't supposed to do that, but let's, uh, you know, let's call these other white girls racist. The Bad Mood chapter of Alpha Phi was made aware of a group text message where a member used racist and hateful language, the post read. We immediately launched our chapter's judiciary board process. The person who sent the text message is no longer a member of our organization, and the other people in the group messages will be held accountable based on the conclusion of our judiciary board process. That's not a judiciary broad board process. That that's a bunch of stuck up bitches trying to act like they're fucking like, like they have authority. You have no authority, and you should shut the fuck up. How's that for sexist? Yeah. My bad. That may have been a little too far. But this is what subliminal message is. Let's go as far as we can. Let's say all the worst shit we can because who cares? Oh, the whole world cares. Well, guess what, world. I don't give a flying fuck. And you know why I don't give a flying fuck? Because you're calling everything racist and you're trying to take my rights away. And my guns. And calling me racist for being Christian. On top of that, 
I'm just racist in general. Let's forget I'm black, Mexican, Italian. Let's forget all that. All right, let's move forward. Meadows, you dirty, dirty dog. Leaked text messages from Fox News hosts have been weaponized by committee. Former White House Chief of Staff Mark, Mark Meadows said text messages he was sent by Fox News opinion hosts amid the January 6th attack on the Capitol have been weaponized in an attempt to cast former President Trump in a negative light. I'm just going to be done with that post right there because, you know what, I'm not even going to give that, not even a, 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 a just, not even a, a fucking hint. That's like high school shit. The fact that we're still, like, there's a, a January 6th committee, how is there not a George Floyd committee? How is there not, how are we not setting up committees, committees on those, on, on the, on the groups that are blatantly terrorists to America blatantly talk about destroying America and burning America down and coming to the Midwest and burning it down but we're supposed to just go ahead with it. you know what fuck it let's go to uh, Nigeria black axe leaked documents shine spotlight on secretive Nigerian gang a violent mafia style gang in Nigeria linked to murder and fraud has infiltrated the county's country's political system and launched a global scamming operation well beyond Nigeria's Nigeria's borders, according to thousands of hacked documents and testimonies seen by BBC. The Black Axe Gang has been operating for decades in Nigeria and is among the country's most feared organized crime syndicates. Membership of these syndicates, known as cults or fraternities, is outlawed in Nigeria. For the past two years, BBC Africa Eye has been following the Black Axe, speaking to former members and combing through thousands of documents that appear to have been hacked from a number of prominent members of the group. It was not possible to verify the entire cache, but key documents were verified by the BBC, which makes no sense because the BBC has lied themselves, been caught lying, and making up stories. But you know what? We'll keep on entertaining their bullshit because it is Funny as hell to read. Among our findings were emails that suggest a prominent Nigerian businessman and 2019 APC party candidate for political office, Augustus Bimigo, was a senior member of Black Axe and was involved in orchestrating fraudulent internet scams, netting millions of dollars. The cache of documents contained more than 18,000 pages from an email account linked to Mr. Bimago, including emails that suggest he sent guidance on scamming to a network of collaborators on 62 occasions and communicated with others about specific scamming targets. We have removed him close to $1 million, says one email to sent to Mr. Bimago. Referred to a victim? The email contains the victim's full name, email address, and number. The instructions on how to progress this scam. Mr. Bingo emails to track down two apparent scamming victims who said they were defrauded of approximately 3.3 mil. I don't feel bad for you. How did you get scammed out of 3.3 million dollars in fucking Nigeria? What are you doing there if you're not stealing blood diamonds and killing everyone? Then get the fuck out of the country. Oh, is that too far? Well, fuck it. Let's just keep on going far. Yeah. Oh, you dirty dog. Leaked images shows UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson hosts, hosting a Christmas quiz from Downing Street while parties were banned in the country under strict COVID-19 rules. That's right, guys. He's over there having eggnog, licking your mom's vagina, and you're sitting down in your house on your fucking couch 
with the mask on, not even kissing your wife, can't even kiss your children, yelling at them, calling them racist. That's right. While Boris Johnson, the guy, he looks like his hair. Yeah, I don't know if that's his real hair, honestly. You know what? I want to make fun of his hair. Boris Johnson looks like a fat Ken doll. No, I'm not kidding. Look him up. While he's off there, off an eggnog, yeah, that's right. You're home. You're home. Get fucked in your ass. Take it, bitch. <laughs> Let's move forward. Latour moves LHS against conviction over leaked call to PAF pilot. A civilian lecturer of the Pakistan Air Force has petitioned before the Lahorean High Court, Wahandi Marahundia, bench to set aside his conviction over a leaked call with a pilot, one of his former students in which he congratulated him for shooting down the Indian fighter plane flown by Hambarambahanba. I'm making fun of his name because I have no idea how to pronounce it. I'm going to make fun of his last name too. Whatever. Indian Air Force pilot Bartholomew, who was captured by Pakistan in 2019 after his MIG-21 Bison aircraft was shot down by a PF jet, was recently awarded the Ver Kakrar, the third largest wartime gallantry awarded after Paranam, Paranam Ver Chakra and Maha Ver Chakra by the Indian government. But the petitioner, Hafiz Farooq Ahmed Khan, who was working at PF College, Lower Top, Murray, faced court martial after his telephonic conversation with the PF pilot went viral on social media. Ha! He didn't even shoot him down. It was all a big fucking hoax. You guys suck. Oh, my bad. <coughs> Speaking of my bad, this must have been a big my bad by you too, Jeff. Meta's leaked, in uh, uh, leaked internal documents linked to teen mental health is it the same as linked to teens? Alright. Hold on. Hold on. We, we, we fell off track. Let's get back on track. Como attorney says sheriff leaked grand jury secrets in sex crime probe. Los Angeles, an attorney for Andrew Cromo on Saturday, suggested that County Sheriff's Office that has, has filed a misdemeanor sex complaint against the, the former New York governor leaked secret grand jury testimony to the press. In a letter to Albany County Sheriff Greg Apple, attorney Rita Galvin served formal notice demanding that all records related to the Sheriff's Office investigation of Cuomo be preserved. And a probe Cuomo described on Saturday as rogue. Ah! I bet you want all those goddamn um, leaked documents preserved. I can't imagine how much shit's gonna come out you. Come out about you. How many children have you been raping? On Friday, Apple rejected accusations from Cuomo's camp that his investigation was politically motivated. Cuomo's attorney called this timing of Thursday's criminal complaint suspect. Suspect. No, it's just not. It's not suspect. They did it because they don't want a Nazi as governor. It's pretty simple. Even I got it. As it was made by the eve of New York Attorney General Laida James' announcement that she was running for New York governor, Cuomo resigned in August amid multiple sexual harassment allegations. He and James are both Democrats, but are political rivals. James' office... No, they're not. By the way, no, they're not. They... they no, they're not. 
They're not political rivals. I'm just gonna state that fact right now. That's a fact. They are not political rivals. James' office is conducting a separate investigation of Cuomo. That's like the Nazis investigating Nuremberg, or like that's like the Nazis investigating themselves. It it's it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. Okay. Not only does it not make any sense, but it's it's stupid. Leaked documents reveal Army CID reform plan and it's a need for a cultural shift. That's right. What do you think the Nazis did? Yeah. They have to go after our military. They have to turn our military against us. Oh, yeah. The Army's Criminal Investigation Division is dramatically reducing the number of military special agents within its ranks over the next six years as the organization re-ramps under its first civilian director. According to a leaked report and email obtained by Army Times. But don't worry, guys. You see, these special agents from the military that they are going to be getting rid of, they're going to replace them with Black Lives Matters and Antifa. And they're going to train these guys, too. They're going to train these guys to kick down your fucking door, to take your weapons. Oh, you guys didn't know about that? If any of my police force here in Omaha, you guys didn't know about that? Yeah. Oh, and by the way, they're gonna give they're they're going to be given authority over you. That's how they're gonna get you. They're gonna be given authority over you. And if you say no, if you go and start to complain, see they're not gonna take your job. They're gonna take your retirement fund. They're gonna take your medical, they're gonna take everything that away from you, and then they're gonna take your job. They're gonna take your house. They're going to take everything away from you. Everything. Okay? Everything. So by 2027, according to, the, according to a December 3rd email from CID Chief of Staff David Close, the organization will have a 60% civilian and 40% military workforce under a plan approved by Army Secretary Christina Wormuth. Well, Christina, I'm on to you, bitch. I am so on to you, you fucking Nazi. I bet 60% of those civilians are all going to be high Democrat, have high Democratic values and believe that America is inherently racist. How much do you guys want to bet? $40? No. You know what? I will put $100 fucking dollars. This is a live bet. I am not kidding you around. I will bet every... This is a live bet. I will bet everyone $100 that 60% of these civilian contracts that are be going to the new workforce for the military will all have and all be have high high push and values on democrats unlike they'll have democratic values I also bet that 60% of the civilian workforce won't even be from America I shit you not. I guarantee it. They're going to hire a bunch of fucking immigrants. Immigrants. Illegal aliens that care two shits for America. I'm serious. This means that the CID will reduce our our overall military special agent force from 11, uh, 1143 to 600 personnel between now and 2027. Close said in the email to the CID formation... 
Over that same six-year period of time, we will gradually increase our civilian, special agent, and investigation support positions by 872 new positions. Yeah. We got the new SS forming up, guys. Oh, and guess what? You guys know who's who's funding that? We are. We are funding this. This is this is this is why I do this stuff. Guys, we are funding this. We are funding the Homeland Security to investigate parents that don't agree with our school system. We are paying for that. We better wake up. And I'm not talking about no fucking red pill. We better start defining the moral lines for ourselves every single day. And that's how they're getting us. They keep on convincing us to let this shit go at an every single day basis. They convince you that those little things, your your um your 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 partner that you've known for twenty years, you've known he's a total socialist and you see him do some rude shit, but you just think he's a good guy. Dude, fuck that. He doesn't need to be a fucking cop. Same thing with judges, guys. This is we have to start draw, drawing the moral line for ourselves. And for ourselves as individuals every single day. I'm not talking about the moral line that your opinions that are dragging that moral line. No, I mean the moral line. Like keeping families together. You fuck. Like letting individuals, giving individuals the right to their own form of medicine. Jackass. This is just two of the main things. I'm not even going to get on free speech and about firearms. We have to start drawing these lines for ourselves. Or our children will know nothing of morals. They will know nothing of faith. And only of repetitive happiness. The idea that happiness will surge through their entire life at every moment's notice. When it dubitably will not. No one can ever be truly happy if they have lost their faith. If they have lost their hope, they will believe in nothing. Sure, they may be happy, but it is only at a moment's get. We have to have our faith back. We need our faith back. We need to believe, not just in humanity, but we need to believe that we can be superheroes if it's just one day. So I do not expect for everyone to be nice to each other, but I am expecting for us to be kind to one another. And there is a difference between the definition and the two. This is Leonardo for Subliminal Message Studios. I bid you adore, and I hope that each day you wake up, you make a change. To be better, To have a better mindset, outlook on the world, and to know that this world is never the perception on the screen. You have every ability to shape and change the world in your eyes. 
If you would only choose to use your eyes for your perception, then you could be free, and you could have been free years ago.